Welcome to the Smart Wills podcast series. In this series, we'll review important financial tasks to cover during this extraordinary period of uncertainty, such as who needs a will and why, understanding the difference between estate planning and probate planning, and looking at estate administration tax and more. Hi, I'm your host, Stephanie Bacciolino, the founder of BizAngle Media, which helps businesses and people tell their stories via videos, podcasts, and content with a journalist's eye. Using my skills honed at Bloomberg News, The Globe and Mail, AP and AFP, I help connect the dots to bring the full picture into view. And we are all having a real look at the full picture right now with this unexpected global pandemic, which has touched every aspect of our lives, from the way we work to how we shop at stores. It's a time when we are seeking ways to take stock of our lives and to prepare for further uncertainty. One of the most important things we can do at this turbulent time is look for ways to reduce the stress of uncertainty. And we should consider options and take actions on tasks that may be easily and immediately done. You know that saying, where there's a will, there's a way. Well, think of a will, an actual will, as an essential low-hanging fruit at this crucial time. Here with me to explore this is Peter Welch, a top-level business lawyer with a depth of experience that stretches 40 years in corporate and commercial law. He's worked with some of Canada's largest financial institutions, including RBC and Cadillac Fairview, as well as other publicly traded firms. He's also seasoned and passionate about assisting small to mid-sized companies, as well as entrepreneurs and individuals. Peter offers the Smart Will services to ease the planning process for businesses and individuals, helping them protect the money they've worked so hard to earn. The name builds on the SMART goal-setting approach that stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, realistic and timely goals. There's no better time to delve into this. So let's get Peter's insights. Thank you for having me. Appreciate the opportunity. So people often put off what they don't need to do immediately. Yet every decade of our lives, we should take stock and plan. Today, we're going to discuss the differences between a will, estate planning and probate planning and when you should get them. Peter, can you start us off with an overview of each of these terms? Well, thank you, Stephanie. Yes. First, an estate plan is really who is to get what out of your estate. A probate plan is working with your estate decision to try to achieve how you're going to do that at the least cost and the fewest taxes. And then a will, it really records those two items, the estate plan and the probate plan. So estate plan, who gets what? Probate, how to get there? Will recording it. Here are the kind of typical estate planning documents and issues to consider by age. So let's look in circumstances where you're in your 20s. Once you turn 18, your parents no longer have authority to make health care or financial decisions for you. That's why it's important to visit with a lawyer and get one, a health care directive, which specifies which actions should be taken regarding your health if you are no longer able to make decisions. An example would be a car accident where you are in a coma. And secondly, a power of attorney, which names someone to make decisions for you if you can. There are several different types, but specifically, you want to consider a healthcare power of attorney for medical decisions and a financial power of attorney for financial decisions. That's when you're in your 20s. Circumstances change as you age into your 30s. Typically, you own a home or have started a family and have some financial assets. To make sure you protect your children and spouse, this is a good time to review with the help of your lawyer or our trust team, 
which legal devices make the most sense for your situation. In specifics, wills will deal with who inherits the assets and how care will be taken for settling your estate, and if necessary, who will care for your children if you or your spouse are unable to. You can use a trust, but right now, transferring ownership of your assets to someone you choose, you need to have a trustee. And the will will dictate who will manage your assets for the beneficiaries you designate. Trusts you could use to include different kinds of assets, such as real estate and investment accounts. And a trustee can also be set up in many different ways. Now let's look at what happens when you're in your 30s. Typically, you own a home, have started a family, and have some financial assets. To make sure you protect your children and spouse, this is a good time to review, with your help of a lawyer, which legal devices make the most sense for your situation. The first one is, of course, a will, and that could be actually a primary will and a secondary will, possibly because you own shares in a private corporation. And you'll be able to separate assets that might require probate from those that don't require probate, which means avoidance of estate administration tax. A will will provide you opportunities to determine who will inherit your assets, who will take care of settling your estate, and if necessary, who will care for your children if you or your spouse are unable to. There is another alternative to a will, but it's a rather fancy process for estate planning, and that involves the creation of a trust. Essentially, a trust transfers ownership of your assets to someone you choose, who's actually called a trustee, and dictates who will manage your assets for the beneficiaries you designate. Trusts can include different kinds of assets, such as real estate and investment accounts. They can also be set up in many different ways. You may have heard of living trusts or revocable trusts or irrevocable trusts. To find out which one is right for you, consult with your lawyer. You can reach us at smartwills.ca. Now let's turn to what happens in your 40s. You have had the above documents and decisions in place by your 40s. Congratulations. If not, it's time to catch up. Now is also the time to talk to your parents about their estate plan. While these conversations can be difficult, Understanding your parents' long-term financial and healthcare wishes is usually best for everyone. Specifically, check with your parents to make sure they have legal documentation for 1. Distributing their assets, either a will or trust or beneficiary designations. 2. How medical decisions will be made if they become incapacitated, including their preferences and who can make decisions. And 3. Long-term care including where they want to live and how they will pay for it. Your parents may even have a long-term care insurance policy. Be sure to ask. Uh, Now let's turn to your 50s and 60s. If you haven't done any estate planning by your 50s, you're not alone. According to recent research, 42% of baby boomers do not have estate planning documents in place. Now is the time to get proactive and create these legal documents. We can help you answer your questions and work with your other advisors to get you started. Wow, now we'll turn to the 70s and beyond. At this point, with your estate plan complete, you should focus on reviewing or updating your plan as appropriate. Make sure that your estate plan is as clear as possible and ready to be executed when necessary. It's never too early to start talking about an estate plan. We can review your situation and help you determine the next best steps. 
The most common and important mistakes in estate planning are not about complex issues. They are basic mistakes about the fundamentals. So why do you need to be smart in your planning? First, it protects your beneficiaries. If estate planning was once considered something that only high net worth individuals needed, that's changed. Nowadays, many middle-class families need to plan for when something happens to a family's breadwinner or breadwinners. After all, you don't have to be super rich to do well in the stock market or real estate, both of which produce assets that you'll want to pass on to your heirs. Even if you're only leaving a second home behind, if you don't decide who receives the property when you pass away, you won't have any control over what happens to it. That's because the main component of estate planning is designating heirs for your assets, whether it's a summer house or stock portfolio. Without an estate plan, the courts will often decide who gets your assets, a process that can take years, rack up fees, and get particularly ugly. Remember, estate planning is determining who gets what. That's the first step. And going back to what does the court have to consider, it doesn't know which sibling is to be responsible and which one shouldn't have free access to cash or those sorts of decisions. Nor will the courts automatically rule that the surviving spouse gets everything. If you die without a will, which is a vital part of estate planning, the courts will decide who gets your assets. Number two, it protects young children. Nobody thinks of dying young, but if you're the parent of small children, you need to prepare for the unthinkable. This is where the will portion of an estate plan comes in. To ensure that your children are cared for in a manner of which you approve, you want to, to name their guardians in the event that both parents die before the children turn 18. Without such a will, the courts will again step in. This time, it's not determined who gets a piece of real estate or artwork. It's to decide who will raise your children. And I guess three, it spares heirs a big tax bite if you've done estate planning in advance. Estate planning is all about protecting your loved ones, which means in part giving them protection from Canada revenue and provincial taxes. Essential to estate planning is transferring assets to heirs with an eye toward creating the smallest possible tax burden for them. That's the probate planning part. Even with just a little bit of estate planning, couples can reduce much or even all of their federal and provincial estate taxes and any inheritance taxes, which can be very pricey. There are also ways to reduce the income tax beneficiaries might have to pay. But without a plan, the amount that your heirs will owe to the government could be quite a lot. Four, it eliminates family messes. We've all heard about those horror stories. Someone with money dies and the war between the family members begins immediately. Stopping fights before they start is yet another reason why an estate plan is necessary. This will enable you to choose who controls your finances and assets if you become mentally incapacitated or after you die. And this all goes a long way toward quelling any family strife and ensuring that your assets are handled in the way that you intended them to be. It also will help you make individualized plans if necessary to make arrangements for a child with health problems or handicaps or set up a trust for one who might be better off not inheriting a large sum. It can also help to give you more to one child who did most of the work of caring for you in later years and less to the one whose long education you funded while paying far less for their siblings. Deciding whether to divide your estate exactly equally 
is one of the key tasks you need to think through. And of course, if you had more than one spouse or have children from more than one family, an estate plan is really quite urgent. Here's the bottom line. If you want your assets and your loved ones protected, when you can no longer do it yourself, you will need an estate plan. Without one, your heirs could face a huge tax burden and the courts could designate how your assets are to be divided and even who gets to raise your children. Keep these in mind. Thank you, Peter, for this great and instructive advice in these uncertain times. Tell us how people can reach you and how you'd like to help them prepare for the unexpected. Well, thank you, Stephanie, for having me. First off, uh, our website is smartwills.ca, and I can be reached at peter at smartwills.ca or by phone at 905-337-3121. And right now we're offering a special 30-minute private consultation with me by telephone or in person to review your will if you have one already or to offer some suggestions on what could be in your will. And incidentally, on our website, you'll find our will preparation kit, which is really a question and answer session. And you'll probably know most of the answers, but it will undoubtedly uncover things you've never thought about before. So it's a good prompt to prepare for your estate planning and for probate planning. Thanks again, Peter. And thank you to our listeners. Check out the rest of the Smart Wills podcast series available at smartwills.ca. Oh.